Welcome to Openly Gamer Theater's production of Resting Glitchface. A Shadowrun Anarchy actual play. This is Dorothy. I'm playing Binary. This is Maddie. I'm playing Collateral. This is Shannon, and I'm playing Eris. And this is Lindsay. I'm playing Arsenal. following content may not be suitable for all audiences. We're going to have to resolve what happened to Cammy because, you know. Yep. And then we'll move on to uh, everyone else. So, Cammy, what happens with you is you feel the gun in your ribs, or at least you think it's a, a straight-up gun, and then the next thing you know, you wake up. And you've been tased before. I mean, yeah, even in uh, SWAT. Part of police training. It's part of your you training. Get, yeah. You have to tase before you can get a taser. Right. Yep. You know you've been tased. You've felt that feeling before. You come to, and you're laying on a couch, more of a kind of a divan, and your mother is sitting there. Uh, you can tell that she's talking on her comm link and she says, well, she hasn't woken up yet. Well, should I give her another dose? Uh-oh. And then she looks over at you. I'm going to pretend to still be asleep, you know, just kind of listening to what's going on. Okay. Okay. Another five milligrams. Okay. And then she gets up and she starts to walk towards you. She kneels down next to you on the on the couch and she starts rubbing the top of your head. Bambi, you awake? I will just kind of like open my eyes and like look at her and just like kind of stare into her soul. (laughs) (laughs) It's terrifying. (laughs) All right. She's looking at you and she says, you okay? What the fuck? What? Gonna give me five more milligrams of what? What are you doing? Oh, you weren't waking up. We think you had a seizure. Are you thirsty? All right. she She hands you a water bottle. Yeah, and I'm really, I'm actually really thirsty at this point. So I basically like chug the whole thing. Slow, slow down. You're gonna, your, your stomach's gonna seize. Oh, how long have I been out? She looks up as as if she's looking at her AR, and she says, mm, "A little over an hour, I guess." Oh, so where where is everybody? I mean, last thing I remember, Thumper had me at gunpoint. Did she do something? Because all of a sudden you just passed out. Well, I don't know. If I knew why I passed out, wouldn't that be so much easier? Okay, a little less sass. Well, yeah, you're one to talk, Mom. I mean, where, where, where is everybody? Where are my friends? She, like, she stands up and she turns around. And she and, and you know, like she's starting to keep, take a couple steps. You ask her that, and she stops and she turns and she says, "Are they really your friends?" Well, yeah, they're my real friends, and they're more my family than you've been for the past I don't know long ass time. Okay, I'm going to ignore that. 
because I know that you're not thinking straight. Oh, I'm definitely thinking very straight. You abandoned me. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. Abandon you. Yeah. When you were living in the lap of luxury here in this nice ass place and oh, Thumper knew about it, but sure as hell weren't going to give a handout to your other daughter because she's not a demon ill. We're going to do this again. Yeah. Hell yeah. We're going to do this again, mom. So I can take my car back then is what you're saying. <sighs> can we, let's just not, can we just start over, please? I've been trying to do that a long time. All I want to know is, have you been infected? I, I, I guess I don't understand the question. It's okay. I've got somebody coming here to take care of it. What infection? There's a contagion that's in the containment area. Okay. And well, I, I understand that you have been in the containment area. Are you talking about the pink crystals? Yes. I am trying to help you. I had to get you away from those other people because they don't have your best interest in mind. Trust me. What, what do you mean my best interest? What, what is in my best interest? Your best interest is not to associate with them. What is that? Who are them? What does that mean? Okay, I understand Joe and Val. They've, they're like sisters to you, and I get this. And they that's are most, my sisters. They're not like my sisters. They are my sisters. And, and I get that. Okay, I do. I understand. And I empathize. And Honestly, you may, may not believe this, but I'd love them too. They had to go through a lot. A lot of that was my fault. And well, I'm trying to fix this. What did you do, Mom? We'll get into that later. The main thing I'm worried about is the other one. I know for a fact that she's no good. Who are you referring to? The other one. Because there were several people with us that were not Val or Joe. I'm not talking about Mary. I don't even really understand that. It would be in everyone's best interest if you would let her have that one. Let the doctor have Mary? That would probably be best for everybody. But that's not my decision. Okay, well, that's yeah, it's definitely not your decision. It's not happening, so you can just we can just forget about that. There's a knock at the door. Because we're in like a yeah, you're in a really nice room. It's this is a still really, in the house in the in this. It could be in the same house. You're not quite sure. Knock on the door, and she says, "We'll continue this later." And she goes to the door, and she opens it up, and she, you can hear her. She says, "Oh, good, you're here." And you hear a man's voice say, "Is she awake?" And she says, "Yes, she just woke up." Door opens, and a middle-aged man walks in, and he says, "Cammy." Uh huh. My name is William. Uh, uh, hello? What are you doing here? What? He smiles and he says, may I sit? Uh, sure. I'm, I'm not going to hurt you, I promise. I won't do anything unless... Oh, I'm not worried about you hurting me. Yeah, he, this guy doesn't look... He, he's, yeah. Like I said, he's he's like in his like mid-40s. And he's got a little bit of a paunch to him. He looks very unassuming. He looks over at your mom and nods and says, can we have some privacy, please? And your mom looks at you and says, like, holds out her hand and says, it's okay. He's here to help. 
Can I spend a plot point to have a secret knife in the back of my whatever pants that you I have? Were, you, you have any weapons you want. Oh, okay. You don't even have to spend a plot point. You didn't carry anything big, like a shotgun or Right, like I can't. I just want something like, yeah, yeah, right in absolutely. My, like a small one, either like in my leg pocket or whatever. Like They really wouldn't have checked there. You might also have a holdout pistol. Yeah, you sh- certainly could. Because oh, I think you have a small like gun. Like a boot pistol? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, something like sure. that. Okay. Yeah, you are not unarmed. You, All right, you are... I just wanted to make, make sure that, just in case. All right, she says, William, um, I'll be right out here. And he looks at her and says, thank you. And then the door closes. And he looks at you, looks at you and he kind of gives you a grin and he says, mom's right. Uh, I guess <laughs> he gets up, he gets up, he walks over to the, and this is like a, a, just a sitting room, like a library. And he pushes one of the bookshelves and you hear a click. It slides open and there's a wet bar behind it. And he says, drink. Um, yeah, as long as I'm pouring. Oh, all right. Be my guest. He's going to drug you. <laughs> Listen. You don't know. I've already been tased or passed out or had a seizure salad or whatever I had today. This girl hasn't watched enough spy movies. True. Even if you pour it, you're still getting knocked out if they want you to be knocked out. Well, he's drinking doesn't mean I have to be drinking. Like I said, it, it's bottles. And then there, there is some, uh, you know, it's a wet bar, so it's got, you know, seltzer water and all kinds of stuff just kind of built into it. Um, he just steps back, you know, kind of like holds his hands out. It's like, oh, yeah, sure. Go right ahead. Help yourself. It's all top shelf stuff. He turns his back on you. He doesn't, he's not, he's not like looming over you or anything like that. He looks like he's like idly looking at some of the books on the bookshelf and he just, you know, kind of, and you see him like pull a book and like move it over and like he's reshelving it like it was, it wasn't in the right place and, Things like that. No, I'm with him. Which is interesting I, because he knew exactly where the wet bar was. Okay, well, I'll just uh, I'll just pour him a, a bourbon on ice and a mega bourbon on ice. And okay, he takes it, holds it out like salute. So the uh, containment area, huh? Um, <laughs> that's pretty gnarly. It sounds like everybody knows. So yeah, mm. not a place I would go all the time for fun, but job's got to get done. Job's got to get, get done. I hear you. I'm actually quite intrigued because, I mean, even some of uh, the city's most hardened uh, shadow runners refuse jobs to go in there. So good on you. I mean, making a name for yourself, uh, you know, at this stage of your of your career, I'm impressed. Oh, uh, I mean, thanks. We're just trying to get by, trying to trying to survive by whatever means we can. Yeah, I hear you. So who are you? I mean, I got it. Your name is William, but mm-hmm. who are you? What are you doing here? Why did my mom want me to talk to you? Oh, because um, I'm sorry. He sets his glass down, holds out his hand as if to shake your hand. And he says, my name is William Falstaff. Should I know that name? Since AB was destroyed during the incident, he owns the biggest brewery in the city. Um, well, so he's holding his hand out okay, well, as if to, you know, uh, shake your hand. Be courteous. Okay. Well, I guess I'll, uh, I'll look at him and then I'll, I'll switch my bourbon from the other hand to, from my shaking hand to the other hand and I'll shake his hand. Okay. That's just your wet hand from the. Oh yeah. I don't yeah. care. I'm not he, even, not even going to wipe it off. Yeah. He doesn't. Wipe he it does. on his shoulder and then <laughs> shake his hand. <laughs> he doesn't get all upset or, you know, anything like that. He smiles. He looks you dead in the face and he says. You remind me a lot of your dad. How do you know my dad? He used to work for me, doing things. And it's part of why I 
asked your mom to bring you here. You're the one. You're the reason I'm here at my mother's house. Oh no, you're not at your mother. This is my house. Oh, I didn't specify condition, so I apologize that uh, your sister did that to you. But you mean she f- like tased me? Right. I I, I wasn't explicit, and um, believe me, she will be reprimanded for that. Okay. Well, uh, thank you for telling me I look like my dad. No, cool. you, you, I'm, I'm not saying, I didn't say that. I said you remind me of your Oh, dad. oh okay. I guess he's misunderstood uh, from all the drugs that people no, 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 try to wake me up he's, with after they fucking tased me, so. He's he's super direct like you. Huh? You mean he was direct like that? You said he is. My apologies. Uh, <laughs> he just smiles and he says, sometimes I forget things like that. So, okay, so let me get this straight. You wanted me. To interrogate me about the containment zone? Not interrogate. Please don't use that word. I hate that word. Okay, well then what exactly are you trying to accomplish from this conversation? Creepy. I'm looking to hire you. To do what? You see, what your father does for me, I'm sorry, did. He acquired things Mm -hmm. of importance. And I understand that you are in that business now. Right. And you've made some powerful friends in this town mm-hmm. by just being yourself, you and your friends. You've also made some enemies. This is not an interrogation. This is a job opportunity, and I don't want you to answer right now. I just wanted to meet you in person and extend my hand in friendship, not only in appreciation for your strength and your willingness to do what needs to be done. And say that if you need work, if you need someone to act as a patron for you, I'm here. And you do realize that I don't fly solo. Oh, absolutely not. As a gesture of good faith, I'm willing to offer you an opportunity to eliminate the possibility of infection again. Which would put you in a very unique position when it comes to going into the containment zone. No fear of contracting or being contaminated. You would have employers lining up. To hire us? Absolutely. And in exchange for this, I'll give you a list of things that I am looking for. And if you find them, you sell them to me. And for a more than fair price. I'm not, I'm not asking for a discount or anything like that. I just would like the, uh, opportunity to be the first to, first refusal. Let's say that. How about I ask you one question and then I'll think about it. Shoot. Why did you for the second time say my dad did something for, does something for you? He looks at you for a bit. I want the truth. I won't lie to you. I will never lie to you. The reason I spoke of your father in the present tense is that the fact that your father is not dead. Do I know where he is? No. But I have the resources to ensure that he is found. If I wish it. If you wish it. I'm like going to like show no emotion at this point. Because I don't want to like get like, eh, what sure, we sure. Did? you know, like right, right. in front of this guy. I'll be like, 
appreciate the honesty and um, I'll take the information back to my team and I'll definitely think about it. You do that. One other thing. And he turns and he, you see him um, reach up and he like activates something in his um, AR and you see a section of the wall kind of fold away and you see a projector and on your AR and a window opens up and you see Rhino. And he says, hey, kid. Um, hey, been a long time. Uh, like well, a like a couple days. I know, but like. The Shadowrun world, yeah. Long time to talk, long time to see. Right. Mr. F wanted to make sure that you knew that he was on the up and up. And I can assure you, he is. So you're vouching for this guy. Absolutely. So if something goes wrong, it's your head on the chopping block. Yeah, sure. Okay. I owed you a big favor for what you did for me. I'm not saying we're square, but this is part of the repayment. Well, um... You see, William is standing there. He he nods and he says, uh, I love honor things, you know? So I guess I'm so confused as to why, like, I guess, do I still have the disease and I'm trying to get rid of my disease or? Well, yes, you you have been contaminated. Yes. Okay. And I have the means to have that contamination eliminated. I also have the means to ensure that you're never contaminated again. But is the contamination something that's actually that bad? The short answer is yes, it is that bad. Unfortunately. He smiles and he says, there are some short-sighted people who see it as a beneficial thing and are willing to sell it at top dollar. I mean, like a drug. Exactly. What can it do in a short amount of time that it harms in a long period of time? There are substances that allow mundane people to experience like the astral world and whatnot. Not a whole lot of them do what this does. And we don't completely understand it just yet, at least those of us who've been studying it. But let's just say that it breaches many barriers. And if you're peeking into the keyhole, sometimes that's okay. But opening the door, that's a completely different thing. I mean, I, I mean, I guess I don't want to have the disease, the infection. Your limited exposure, and I'm assuming that you haven't either smoked it or injected it. No, um, neither of those. But I was told that you were in lo- in the location where there was that substance and a fire. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So we probably did inhale it. <clears throat> but were we upstairs once no, the no, fire no. started? No, we you were in the, the thick of it because that's from Jimmy's crash, and you went and saved him. Yeah, but. The, but the pink crystal was were in no, the basement. The, the when, whole containment zone is what he's saying is contaminated, not just the pink crystals. There was a fire and there was some inhalation by accidental ingestion. Well, on the... <laughs> accidental smokage. On the bright side, it wasn't a concentrated, focused inhalation. You didn't smoke it through a pipe. No. So the odds of you being grossly contaminated pretty slim but still you were in contact you you came in contact with this substance and now you'll just have asthma instead of emphysema oh thank goodness (laughs) (laughs) so luckily it's not dire so think about it 
you know, talk to your friends, decide if the, if it's something that you're interested in. You are not obligated to do any of this. You can tell me, Mr. Falstaff, go to hell if that's what you want to do. And you're, and you're perfectly within your right to do so. You are not a prisoner. You are not beholden to me for anything. None of you are. Well, uh, thank you very much um, for your time. Um, I would like to speak to my mother now and uh, then take my leave. No problem. <laughs> he takes his glass, nods. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. So he steps out. Your mom comes walking back in. She kind of squints at you for a second. And she goes, did you just fuck that up? Outside now. Damn. She turns and walks out. She doesn't even say yes, no, nothing. She just walks out. You are now outside. What the? What the there's frag? A, there's, there's a stretch limo sitting there. What the frag? Why? Why did you not just tell me that? Why could? Why did you have to take me against my will to a place that I don't even know? She turns around. And she looks at you. A lot of things that happen in this city have a lot to do with image and what you're willing to do. Don't frag this up for me. Don't frag it up for you. This has nothing to do with you. I got where I am on my own without you. Cameron, you can keep swimming in the toilet all you want to. <laughs> what is so important to you that if I mess this up, it's all over for you? What, what does this have to do with you? I have watched from the outside for so long. This may be my only chance to get into the layer of this society that very few people get the opportunity to. What society is that? She shakes her head. All you need to know is that if you play this game, everything you've ever wanted will happen. And if you don't, and she looks at the house, and then she looks at you, they know where your dad is. <sighs> Thanks for letting me know my dad was alive. She opens the door and she gets in. And she closes the door and rolls down the window. Of course she does, because she's a sassy bitch. You just found out that he was alive. I just found out that he was alive. I think you cared, but okay. I'll play along. And good, because otherwise, he won't be. The window goes... I'm going to walk down to the end of the street, and I'm going to call Joe. Joe, your phone goes off. I see oh, that it's from Cammy, and I'm like, fuck. And I where, where are you at this point? I think that, like, we finished the conversation and, like, we were starting to drive off. Yeah. Actually, you probably would be almost home, if not already home by yeah. this point. Oh, but would I go home? Because I was supposed to get Hawaiian food later. But, like, it's an hour later, and then I still had my conversation, which probably lasted, like, So, 20, yeah, you're, you're having Hawaiian food with uh, Kmore right now. I, wait, hang on. I thought you canceled that. No, Because there was going to be a quadruple date. I canceled going with... You uh, and everyone else. someone. That's yeah. just rude. <laughs> I wanted Hawaiian food. I was all about it. Yeah, I wanted Hawaiian food with Eris too. But then Eris ruined it. <laughs> she just misunderstood. She's 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 a dummy. <laughs> so yes, you are you're at uh, I don't know, what's a what's a good Hawaiian uh, restaurant name? Luau. <laughs> hang on, hang on, I got one. It's Blue gonna be, Luau. It's Blue, gonna, um, Blue Lagoon. It's gonna be really nerdy. The blue loon, blue owl, the blue, blue owl. owl. <laughs> that All right, so yeah, that's what yeah, that's what everybody calls it, the blue owl. But it's blue luau. That's where you are, and your phone goes off, and it's Cammy. Uh, answer that shit. Mouth still full. 
Cameron, what the fuck? Where are you? I really need you to come pick me up. Like, now. <sighs> I'm at dinner. I'm about to meet about a fight, maybe. Um, I don't know. Apparently, apparently, I'm gonna lose it. Where the frag have you been? Well, a long story short, my sister tased me. I passed out. I got kidnapped. Ended up at Falstaff Mansion. They didn't make you do anything you didn't want to, right? Nah. Good. Are you okay? No, no, not really. I really need you to come get me. <laughs> you can go back to eating. Can you just pick me up really quick and take me back to the house, please? Kmore's like, hey, Joe, who is it? It's Cammy, Kmore. Oh, hey, Cammy. <sighs> hey, Kmore. Look. You see him kind of poking his head like, like you know, he's, he's like photobombing. He's looking in the back. I mean, if you can't waving. come. It, hey, if you can't come get me, I just. I can call Val. I'm sure she's doing nothing right now. I mean, yeah, you can do that. Val can. Val is a very good driver, actually. I don't know why you we don't have let her drive. You don't have my vehicle, do you? Uh, no, I, I left your vehicle at home. The okay. Bramalim is there. I, I took my bike. <sighs> I'm going to call Val. Okay, I'm sorry to disappoint, but like this is I like how you're not more concerned that I just told you I was tased by my sister and then kidnapped <laughs> and I'm asking you to come get me and you're like I'm eating food. I'm not <laughs> eating. I told you that I'm here for an important meeting, for a fight. I've been waiting for a fight for how long? I know, but you were so concerned when I w- didn't wasn't there with you guys to leave. Yeah, no. You said that you were okay though. And so now my concern <laughs> levels have gone down. All right. You said that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You get back to doing whatever you're doing. It's not like I have anything important to tell you. Goodbye. <laughs> Click. What was that all about? Oh, Kimmy disappeared, and we were all really worried about her. And so this Obviously is the first. Obviously not. Time, this is the first time that she contacted us back, um, which is awesome. I'm really glad that she's okay. But she's, <laughs> she's being a real crab ass right now. So. <laughs> Do we need to reschedule? Oh no. I I think I'm ready to make bad decisions and agree to this fight that what is obviously fixed. <laughs> We're all mad at Fixed? Him. What are you talking about? This guy, Roland, um, told me that the, the fight was fixed. Is he like psychic or something? Uh, he's not, but he does. I have it on good authority that the Cobras probably have something to do with this fight. Oh, well, there's no doubt about that. It never really came up, but Kmore seems to already know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so the Cobras are fixing this fight. Um, so, well, that changes things. Well, that sucks. I guess we should back out then. We could do that if we were a bunch of wimps. Oh, yeah. I mean, how are they fixing it? How is this thing going to be fixed? I have no idea. I mean, usually when a fight is fixed, uh, that means one person agrees to go down. That, that, that isn't the case here. Or at least they, that didn't indicate that to me. And if they come out and ask that, um, we could just whip their asses right now. That's true. So, I mean, if the fix is in, that's usually for betting. It has nothing to do with, I mean, unless they're going to cheat. What? I mean, they could cheat, but what if this is another setup to make me look bad? I guess. Well, what I, if yeah, it, I suppose. What if it's fixed so that she throws the fight? I don't know. I, I still oh. think we can. I still want to do it. Yeah. Um, even though it's probably a bad idea and it's definitely a trap. Well, yeah, it sucks. Because, yeah, that really sucks. If, 
Because if you start turning down fights, they stop offering. Yeah. Yeah, let's just stay and do it. Well, they're, uh, her, her, uh, promoter, Albert, he should be here soon. So, I guess we'll, we'll just make sure he knows that we're not fixing shit. Yeah. Our shit is broken. <laughs> That's right. We're going to keep it broken. <laughs> ring, ring. Am I the one that's ringing? Yes. Yeah. So Mary is sitting next to you. Are we at the apartment? Uh huh. Okay. And she says, Oh, it's Cammie. Your uh, phone mm-hmm. picks up. You didn't do it. And Cammie's video. Yep. Thank God you are okay. Yeah. Well, um, so could you come pick me up? I feel like, I feel like I'm the walk of shame right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, where are you? I'll I'll literally leave as soon as you tell me. I'm on Falstaff Street. What the hell are you doing there? All right in front of the Falstaff. You know, um, okay. Can, can you, you know, you come, what? yeah. Can yeah. you come get me, and I'll I can explain everything later. Okay. Just take the Bramalam. Yeah, that's the only car here. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll be there in ten. So I hang up. And mm-hmm. I grab Mary and I'm like, we're going for a ride. She's and already like zipping up her coat. Cool. And we get in the Bramalam and. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It only takes you a few minutes to get there. Cause I mean, um, it, like I said, it's like two miles away. Yeah. Yeah. The Bramalam comes around the corner and you see them driving towards you. Obviously, I hope you stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. She drives past you and goes through a puddle. That's <laughs> <laughs> sprays you. And so. then she turns around and comes back. And this is just my face. Like, I'm just having the worst day ever. So, um, no, no, I, I stopped to pick you up. And yeah, when she stops, then Mary goes from shotgun into the back seat. So I get in and I like, you know. I, I reach over and hug you across the center console. And I squeeze you. Aww. Hi, like, Cammie. Oh, and I reach my hand back, you know, like, like she she gives you a, like a like a, a finger. She just gives you like a little pat on your hand. Yeah, she says you were hurt. Yeah, I'm I'm hurting, Mary. I'm hurting. And she just kind of pets your hand. I'm sorry. Thank you. Um, that's not <sighs> creepy. Don't fucking talk about Mary like that. And then they uh, knock you the frag out. <laughs> And then she says, I'm sorry. And she pets your hand. And then she just kind of stops. Like mid-pet. What? Um, are you okay, Mary? All right. She's, she's just looking out the window. Well, I guess they both look out the window. Yeah. My peripheral. Right. <laughs> you both look out the window. And, and, you know, you had started walking down the street. And she was looking back towards the mansion. And you can see, like, one of the top windows. The curtain has moved aside. And you see there's a figure, like, watching. Is it? It's not formal, is it? It's a silhouette, just a silhouette of a figure in the window, just like standing there, you know, like standing there watching what's going on. And she looks up, she's, and Mary's like looking at it as you start to pull away. And, uh, she says, I don't like it here. What don't you like about it? It's not right. She like squeezes your hand, like mm-hmm. the back of your hand, like, she, like almost like she's scared. And then she lets go real fast. And she says, something happened. What do you mean? And then she just kind of sits back and she starts to cry. Mary, what's what's going on, Mary? Switching over to Eris. What? 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 Um. Boggs. I don't remember what was happening. I remember I ended on what do you know about the black veiled uh, prophet? Yep. 
Black Veiled Prophet Society. All right. He he looks at you when you say that. Mm-hmm. And he says, why the frag are you asking me? I figured that would be your forte. I uh, do the, the fish hook eyebrow. I okay. just raise one eyebrow at him. So you raise yeah. the eyebrow. Yep. And I just kind of look at him. Yeah. He just looks you dead in the face. Like, you know, he was completely serious. He wasn't trying to piss you off. He was legit. So I look at him, I give him the eyebrow, and I say, Liliana seems to think that you might know more than you're letting on about what happened at Hubbard, and that it might be related to the Black Failed Prophet Society. He sits there for a second, and then he says, I don't know much about this Liliana, okay, and why she would say something like that. What do I know about them? They are really keen on people not knowing who they really are, or at least it's like a, the worst kept secret ever, right? It's like all the the rich bastards in the city, right? They they control the city, but yet it, that's not enough. They also want to control everything about the city. They want to do they want they want to control the police. They want to control, you know, it's all conspiracy theory shit, right? Does it even really exist? Who knows? Well, we have the charity. Yeah. And And the the, ball. The charity, the ball, the parade. Yeah. I mean, but throughout St. Louis's history, this group has existed. But what is their real power? Nobody really knows. You know, you've got plenty of hacks out there who call themselves reporters who say that, you know, oh, they're the, you know, they're the lizard people. You know, I'm an investigative reporter. Okay. I didn't go to Columbia to write a blog, right? I'm doing the real stuff. I'm digging deep. I'm trying to find out who's behind some of this stuff. The best way to stop me from doing what I'm doing is to turn my friends against me. So I need all the friends I can get. And I need the people that I can trust. Now, I know I don't know you very well. We've only just met, right? That's true. But I've got my editors telling me to stop doing stuff. I've got the police telling me to stop doing stuff. I think the story you're telling needs told. We, this city's so dirty and full of hate, and a light needs to be shown on that. How's St. Louis ever going to get better if we don't get rid of the hate? If we don't put a shit spotlight on that hate and say, this is bad? Right. I mean, that's... I'm with you. I think this is an important story. I don't know if it's worth your life. I don't think it's worth my life or my family's life. Look how close we've been getting to some of this stuff. And what what do they do? Right? If 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 this is the same people we're talking about, they know who you are. I know. And if you're getting too close or if if it's them, whoever it was, it doesn't matter. It could be it, it could be them, it could be the mob, it could be the Vori. I mean, you've got we've got all kinds of stuff going on here, yeah. right? Whoever it is was sending you a message. Mm-hmm. They sent me a message. They, That's they, true. They're sending you a message. God knows they might be sending Val a message next or Cammy. Yeah. Or Joe. I mean, for God's sake. Yeah. And when did these messages start? After we took that first strom. Right. Which we've already hashed that out. There's all these things that 
are just adding up. She just kind of like stares off contemplatively. So my suggestion is, and I know you're going to hate to hear this. If they're going to, they're going to stop me. They're going to do it the most efficient way possible, which is to eliminate my friends one at a time, either by getting rid of them or making them get rid of me. Who else do you have to worry about? You mean besides my mom? Yeah. And us. I mean, I mean, I have colleagues, you know, and whatnot, but to be honest, I don't know who I can trust amongst my colleagues. Hell, I don't, to be honest, I don't know who I can trust amongst you guys, but you're all I got. That's fair as well. I'm in the same boat. So we, we either stop what we're doing and just walk away, which I can't do. All I can say is let's, they're, they're going to try and eliminate my, my support. So as much as you're probably going to hate this, we probably need to all stick together. Well, yes, I agree. We can stick together, but this is supposed to be the sh- shadows, right? So let's all, so let's go back to the shadows. Let's pretend like we've had enough. That'll make it easier for us to get information for you. That'll make it easier for us to help you. Are you prepared to do what needs to be done? What the hell does that mean? You want to go into the shadows. That means severing everything. I just meant. You just meant just act like nothing else. Nothing is going on or get a, get another identity or put on a different disguise. No, I meant act like we're not helping you anymore. I got you. If they don't know we're looking into this anymore, you could do the same on your end. Pretend I'm not looking into it anymore. Yeah. Like I said, I think it's important. I think this needs to be done, but we don't have to be blatant about it. If you, quote unquote, stop looking into it, like everything's fine. We can keep moving along as we have been. All right. His his face hardens. Aw. I get it. I don't think you do. Wait, hang on. I'm going to roll insight. Okay. Do it. Yeah, roll the dice. I got multiple successes. I roll a lot of dice for only getting four successes. You pick it up right away. You, in his eyes, you're giving them exactly what they want. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I thought. I thought he thinks that I, we're breaking up with him. <laughs> right. So I see his face harden, and I'm like, no, not like that. I'm saying if you pretend like you're not working on this story... We can go on exactly as we have been, and we will continue looking into things secretively instead of, you know, uh, meeting for brunch in public places and having a conversation loudly about it. He nods, but his face does not change. I look at him like, okay, fine, that won't work, but putting my family in at risk won't work either. I know. We have to figure something out. He his stone face still stone faced. He says, "You're right, and I can't ask you to. So this is for the best." He's breaking up with us. <laughs> no. Oh no, your boyfriend's going bye bye. Nah, he's breaking up with Eris, not with me. <laughs> he's breaking up, up with all. He's breaking up with all of us. No, I refuse. Oh, I don't want him to go. 
I, I let a little bit of anger seep in my face before I put my mask back on. Mm-hmm. I want to keep helping you, and I want you to write this story. Okay, it's fine. I, I get it. Okay. I don't think I, you do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it's either we continue the way we, we are, which isn't an option, because it got personal for you. I mean, I get it. That's That, that crossed the line. And you want to keep doing it. You want to keep helping me, but you don't want to be as overtly helping me as you have been, like driving me around and, you know, taking me here and keep having me tag along. And that's, I understand that. Okay. I'm fine with that. We'll go back to if you find something out that pertains to what I'm investigating, which is the murder and why you let me know. If I find out any information pertaining to Mary or whatever else, I let you know. We go back to a contact, contact, not runner, associate, friends, all so that stuff. you're the one severing the friendship. I think that's probably the best thing to do. I just shake my head at him. The last thing I want is for anything to happen to you guys. And this includes your family, right? It's too real right now. And that's fine. And I appreciate all that you guys have done. And I mean, I, I, it's not like I'm not, not going to be in contact with you guys anymore because for God's sake, my mom is staying at Maureen's. Okay. If anything, you'll probably see me there. Mm-hmm. I look at, I'm like, give me just a second. And I go and I use the restroom. <laughs> Climb out the window because this is a really bad date. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. This is your safe house. So, I mean, it's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm just telling him I'm being back. I'm not like leaving. And I, I said, mm-hmm. and then I leave the room and I take a second to compose myself and also to reset the conversation. That's the real goal because you know how you leave a room and you come back and the conversation's different. So I come back in and I tell him. Now you've got this, this whole, uh, safe house is like a Faraday. There's no signals or anything like that, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. I tell him, I'm going to keep looking into this, both what's going on with my sister and the stuff for your story. I can't control what you do. If you want to call me, call me. If you want to call the other girls, call them. I can't control what they do, do either. Pretty, pretty much I'm like, this conversation. So I don't say this conversation's over, mm-hmm. but I give that little spiel with the this conversation's over. Okay. Are are you guys getting gonna leave now or Yeah. Alright, so as you go for like for the door, which would sever the connection of the Faraday before whatever, he says, just so you know, one of the things that uh, bothered me the most about that meeting with with Cammy's mom was I recognized that woman, the doctor. Dr. Greenleaf? Yeah. Who is she? She was my source. She was the one who told me to be on that corner. <sighs> B? So Liliana was probably just trying to throw us off her scent. I don't know. I don't know what Liliana's game is, but you see, I have a feeling that this doctor, there's more to her. 
Plus, weren't the daughters of December the ones who threatened you? Yeah. So she leads you to a place and then has her group threaten you along with whatever else she's got her hands in. Right. Well, see, here's the thing. And I'm not entirely certain about this, but in digging into finding more out about her, a friend of mine told me that she has syndicate ties. The mafia? The elven mafia. The tier? Wait, right? Well, yeah, they're. I, I think Eris would actually spit that out too, and then she'd like gonna roll to compose myself to see <laughs> if I. Oh yeah, I compose myself as shit. It's five successes. All right, All right. so I I say the tier, but then I don't react beyond that. Your composure roll and just looking at him, you realize that he he's probing you. Shit. And he says, B, what do you know about the Lisa? He did the initial probe, and now he's digging deeper. Okay, like I'm trying to fake him out. So if I just have general knowledge of the tier, that doesn't mean I necessarily know about the Lisa. Sure. Uh, not much. Like, I don't know. Is that part of the tier? He kind of blinks, and he says, sort of, I guess. Um, I don't know a whole lot about it. I thought I was hoping maybe you did. No, I just, she's an elf from the Pacific Northwest. I assume she was from the tier. He said, oh, you know. Right. Well, I'll I'll look into that too. But I'm not going to implicate you in any of it or get you involved. I just wanted to see if, if you knew what was up. But I just wanted you to know. She was my point of contact with that. I know because I recognized her face as soon as I walked in. She's the one that gave me the tip. That it was going to happen. Everything about everything is fishing. You don't care if I share this with the girls, right? If you think it's relevant, you can share whatever you like. Okay, I just wasn't... I don't want to breach your trust. No, it's fine. So, then you open the door, and he steps out, and you see him. He's, like, calling a go-go. And uh, he looks over at you, and he says, Well, call me if you need me. I stare him dead in the eyes as I say, same. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Resting Glitch Face. Theme music by Synthesque. Background music by Machinima Sound. Outro music by Super Boink. Edited by Oz. Produced by Eric Osley. Shadowrun is property of Catalyst Game Labs. Openly Gamer Theater is trademark property of Side Tangent Productions Incorporated. Looking for more resting glitch face pay data? Become a patron. Patreon.com slash resting glitch face. <laughs>